1: Good morning, this is Pastor Matt Youngblood-Clark coming to you from Ascension Lutheran Church in beautiful South St. Louis.
0: And this is uh, Pastor Jolly John Lukomsky, and we are now at our uh, summer home in Northfield, Minnesota, where we still have about six inches of snow on the ground, but we're hoping that maybe (laughs) by tomorrow it'll be above freezing and things will start to melt. (laughs) <laughs> no, not.
1: No. <laughs> Is it really that bad, John? <laughs> well,
0: honestly, when we got up here, I think it was in the 40s, and I thought, oh, maybe we should have stayed in St. Louis another couple of weeks. But actually, it's beautiful now. It's been in the 70s and, and even 80s one day. So, and we're doing fine up oh, here. Oh, very North nice. Hill. Uh,
1: Fantastic. And, and I
0: understand. I understand you have a very, a very important personal and also time appropriate topic you were to talk about uh this morning
1: yes but c- should we share what our listeners are listening oh, to first, true. John?
0: maybe you know i always wonder <laughs> about that if maybe it would be better if we i don't, know don't. i know
1: does but, that hurt so yeah, or right. help i know i know <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: right for the listener that might just stumble upon us uh well, well anyway yeah so this is Wrestling, Wrestling with, with the basics. Basics, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so again, what what
0: was the topic? What was the subject that you wanted to yeah, share so, with us today? So,
1: so this time of year, I would imagine that there's a lot of families that are celebrating graduation. Graduations. Uh, graduation time of year, right? No. Uh, late May into June, uh, people are graduating and families are celebrating. And our family is certainly one of those families. So, yes, in the tell Clark us about family. That. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we are doubly blessed, John. Uh we have two graduates this spring. Uh our oldest, Noah, uh is a high school graduate now officially. So we celebrate that. Uh he uh graduated and, from and a local uh, Lutheran high school.
0: We we remember Noah from when you were a vicar and he was just a little guy then. You know, I can remember he could barely reach up and touch the piano keys. And I suspect he probably doesn't even need to stand up to touch piano keys now. Does he? <laughs> know,
1: that's right. He's, he's taller than me he now, John. He can sit John, down so.
0: in Dutch. There he, Oh, really? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Boy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So our 18-year-old, uh, it's been a few years, um, but he, he's he's doing great. I'm super proud of him. And uh, he graduated from Lutheran South and is headed to uh, Concordia University in Chicago. So uh river forest, as some people know it. Uh, so that's the plan for this fall. So uh, very excited for him. Um, And what's your other, who's your
0: other graduate?
1: Our other graduate is our daughter, uh, Anna. She graduated from eighth grade from uh, Word of Life Lutheran School, the the school that our church is associated with, and uh, super proud of her as well. So she had both a confirmation this spring and a graduation. So a lot of partying and celebrating going on with our family, John. Uh, And, you know, and then we're invited to other graduation parties. And so, I mean, oh boy, uh, you know, a couple Sundays ago was three different parties in one afternoon. And uh all good all good but boy it makes for a, a busy yet um yeah you know, joyful time of year
0: so so did you have separate graduation parties or did you uh, uh combine them together or how did you handle that
1: yeah so for, for our own kids we we made a bigger deal out of anna's confirmation so we really celebrated that and that was uh the first weekend in may so that was a little earlier and then for noah we had a, a get together this past weekend in the park uh, wilmore park here locally and just had a great time kind of an open house so uh yeah so so we are we are um we are celebrating like crazy john uh, whether it's our kids or other people's kids and and so i thought for Wrestling with the basics um a lot of people maybe could resonate with that uh, with graduations with their their children their grandchildren maybe the graduates themselves are listening too that's that's fantastic and uh well, i and i hear you have at least one graduation too right
0: well yeah we we did we did uh, only since since uh, you're you young blood and and I'm old guy, uh, we had a college graduate. In fact, this is our second college graduate, our grandson Austin. We drove to Lafayette, Indiana, to see him graduate from Purdue. Have you been on the campus at Purdue? It's no, I hear it's a wonderful school. Knit. Seven seven graduation ceremonies in order oh to get all goodness. the kids in. And that's something. Wow! Uh, and we were also proud of of my uh, younger grandson John. That said, and my son John's boy, because he graduated from eighth grade, so he'll be a big oh, high me. school student just like your daughter will be uh, next year. And they are they're they're fun events and families get together, and they're times of transition. So so I understand though that you had a special involvement in the graduation of your your son uh, Noah, right?
1: Yes, I did. I was privileged to preach at his baccalaureate service. So they had a special service for the graduates and their families and the faculty. And they had it at uh, Concordia Seminary here in St. Louis uh, in their chapel. So just a beautiful setting, wonderful music. And I was blessed to be the preacher there and to share the graduation message. So uh, I thought for the rest of the basics, I could share just a little bit of that message uh, for all the graduates out there uh, this spring.
0: So wait, hold on. Time off. Time out, You said a little bit of the message, you know, this is a half hour show. How long did you preach at that graduation?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was so at the the very end of the so here's how I ended the sermon, if if this gives any indication. So my my concluding paragraph was uh, class of 2022. Good news. You're now about 18 minutes closer to graduation. Than when the sermon began. <laughs> so about 18 minutes, John, is, is what it ran.
0: Because uh, <laughs> I, I know sitting through graduations this year and previous years, we don't want a really long speaker. Because <laughs> yeah. it's going to take forever to get that those things handed out anyway. So, yep, uh, All right. All right, so, so, right, so, uh, oh, was... I'm distracting you. So, what, what was, what was it all about? What did you have to say to the graduates then and now?
1: Glad you asked, John. <laughs> so, so the theme verse for the school year that they reflected on in their chapel services and in their uh, small group uh, devotion groups too, there on campus, uh, was from Second uh, Corinthians chapter five, verse seven. So, just one verse, brief verse. Uh, if you have it for us, John, uh, go ahead and read it for us, if you would.
0: Uh, and I think what, how, how wonderful that is to be graduated from a school where they have a theme verse. I don't think they had yeah. a theme verse at Purdue. I'm not sure, <laughs> but I don't think they Probably did. Probably not. If it was, it had something about boiler makers in it. I don't think it came from the Bible. <laughs> uh, but for Second Corinthians 5, verse 7, for we walk by faith, not by sight. And let me just add this. That's really cool that you've got this verse. Because that actually will apply to what I want to talk about next week as well. So let's not oh, forget fantastic. that we walk by faith, good. not by sight.
1: Very good. Yeah, thanks, John. Uh, you know, and especially as these graduates are are walking across that stage, um, you know, they have this theme Again, of walking, right? At
0: this point, at this point, with their eyes open. All right. <laughs> yeah.
1: So so, <laughs> no, yes. you don't so keep your eyes
0: open with your eyes closed. No, that's this is a metaphor where we talk walk by faith, okay? Yes, yeah.
1: we want to be clear on that, <laughs> okay? don't want graduates falling as they receive their diploma. Yeah, um, exactly. Yes, it's a metaphor here. And Paul, and you know, in that broader context of the verse, is talking about uh, ultimately the the hope of, of heaven, right? And, yeah. uh, and even the new heavens and the new earth, and that, you know, we walk through this life by faith and not by sight uh, with that end in mind, right? Uh, all because of Jesus Christ. Uh, so anyway, w- with that in mind, then uh, it got me thinking about the Bible uh, and the Old and New Testament and all those different individuals who are who you did just that. Are you they think
0: were... are you thinking about the Bible again, Matt? You, really...
1: I am. I you know <laughs> it's it's you know it's an <laughs> you, occupational you need to, bro- you need to a read pastor. more books. I guess it is. So. <laughs> That's right. No, what a joy! Yeah, what a joy! Um, so yes, thinking about know, the Bible, the uh, the many people who did just that—they walked by faith that God-given faith and not by sight. And it got me thinking, you know, if we went through the Bible, the Old and New Testament, and what would it be like? How would it be different if instead these individuals that we know so well walked by sight and not by faith? What if they lived only by sight? You know, the Bible would be a whole lot different. So here's this, a can, few examples.
0: Can, can you give me an example? Can you give me an example, I would, Matt? I would be happy
1: Bible? to, John. All right. I would be happy to. So my, my first example is, is Noah. If Noah only walked by sight, he probably would have drowned in the flood, like like most everyone else. He never would have built an ark. Why would nope, he? Nope. You know, yeah, God commanded no, no it. There's no rain clouds. I don't yep. see any
0: storms on the horizon.
1: Exactly. Uh, Moses another guy. Uh, if Moses just walked by sight, never would have led the people of Israel out of Egypt, uh, never would have raised his staff to part the waters of the Red Sea. This wouldn't have happened, right? Yep. Um, yep.
0: we'd got to the Red Sea and said, whoop, well, I guess that was a mistake. Turn around, head back.
1: That's right. Let's go. Let's go back to Egypt. Party over. Um, Yeah. What about uh, David? David, uh, he would have been toast when he went out to face the giant Goliath in battle. Or, you know, I'm thinking maybe David wouldn't have went out to the battlefield at all. Uh, yep. If you only walked yep. by, he would have said,
0: "I'm staying with the sheep. You guys, you guys take care of that giant lion. Yeah, yeah, you take yeah.
1: care of the nine foot giant warrior. Yeah, uh, Daniel, uh, he never would have known what it was like to be delivered from a den of lions. Um, yeah, I mean, what, what what an amazing experience that was. God's deliverance experience firsthand for Daniel. Um, and then even in the New Testament, you know, Mary, uh, she would have never sung her Magnificat, that song of praise to God, when she found out that." She had this promise to be the mother of the Savior of the world. Uh, Joseph, uh, he would have just divorced Mary quietly. That was the plan anyway, right? Mary would have been left as a single mom to raise Jesus. Uh, Peter, Andrew, James, and John, those disciples, they would have just remained fishermen. Nothing wrong with that, but boy, they would have missed out on being fishers of men. You know, seeing, hearing all that Jesus uh, preached and taught and the miracles he performed, um, they would have missed out on that if they just walked by sight and not by faith. So I'm thinking, John, if we if only the people, if the people in the Bible only live by by sight, right? And not by faith, it would be a pretty boring book. <laughs> not much to see here. Uh, but to walk by faith, I mean that is an adventure. That is a blessed adventure for those people in the scriptures and for certainly us and our graduates today. So
0: so Matt, may I ask you a question? Yeah. So so what's the point? Because I doubt that your young Noah is going to build an ark, or he's going to fight a Goliath, or he's going to be thrown into a lion's den, uh, and he certainly isn't going to be the mother of the son of God. <laughs> no, so yes, I hope not. <laughs> and he might end up being a fisherman, though that's a possibility. Yeah. So no, so what
1: what what what's the point? Well, you know, I I think for all those people that, you know, in the the, the Old and New Testament, I think we. You know, sometimes I think, well, that, well, that's them. That, that was probably easy for them yeah. back then to walk by faith, right? They didn't have distractions. They didn't have, you know, the things that we have. When, and wait a second. No, I, I think it was, it was a challenge. I mean, oh, so much easier for someone like Daniel, for instance, to just, yeah, walk by sight, uh, to just, you know, uh, to, to just you know, worship the king and pray to him rather than to worship the one true God and save his own life. You know, so there is distractions for those people of old. And I think for our graduates, one connection is there's distractions for them today, too. Right. I think that our our world kind of beckons us to just walk by sight, not by faith. I mean, every day that's a challenge. Um, you know, for our graduates, you know, they're uh, they're probably watching YouTube videos. Right. You know, and, and I think there's a temptation we see with our eyes how many views a video has. And we think, well, that must be worth watching, you know, no matter what the content might be. Um you see how many oh, tweets Matt, uh yeah.
0: Matt, Matt, it's it's TikTok now.
1: Oh, it's tick <laughs> see, I'm behind. I'm behind you yeah, know, so John, what,
0: that's t- YouTube, that's 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 the last generation. It'd be TikTok. But see, the point I, still I, applies. I, that's right.
1: I and I, I, I do know. not pretend to be cool, John. Let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well you've
0: made it quite so, obvious that you aren't, but that's yes, all right. Yes, I
1: know. <laughs> I will leave that to other pastors uh to be cool. I am just <laughs> I'm just the dad of a high school graduate. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> that's okay. right. You are the dad. You've shown that's it. that. I'm that's the right. dad.
1: I've I've proved But the it, point it, right? the
0: point is well taken because yeah, the, the, what's the hottest TikTok? Uh I don't know what they call them. Ticks talks. I don't know. Say I'm I not into know. it either. Yeah.
1: yeah. But what yeah. okay, so whatever's the hottest yeah, oh,
0: TikTok. Them. Or Snapchat, yeah. that's another one. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: So you have all that technology and, that beckons us to just, you know, yeah. just go by sight, you know. But even just I know, for our, our teenagers, but for, for anyone of any age, I mean, just the way we, we make these snap judgments about people, what shoes they wear, what, what car they drive. And we sort of determine their worth based upon those things we see with our eyes. Um, and, 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 and,
0: and, and, and Matt, see, because they, 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 they judge themselves by that, too. You know, oh, I, yeah. well, I my think, grandsons. He always yep, says, you know, bet. I don't have this and I don't have that. And, and I'm thinking, well, you don't need that. You're a good guy, you know, but, but you're right. So they judge others. They judge themselves on the basis of what they see. That's a good point.
1: Definitely. Yeah. And I, again, you know, I, people of all ages, I'm guilty of that. Um, you know, all the time we, we evaluate ourselves compared to other people. And, and uh, it's, it's walking by sight. That's walking by sight and you know my encouragement to the graduates don't miss out on that adventure the blessed adventure of walking by faith uh so so here's another example from uh from John chapter 20 um that that familiar account right of Jesus appearing to his disciples there in the upper room and uh, thomas not being there initially right um and and thomas basically he's he is um he doubts that, that Jesus really is alive, right? When he hears that Jesus is risen from the dead and he says, I doubt it, you know, unless I see it for myself, uh, see those nail marks, put my hand into his side, I will never, ever believe. And Thomas is living by sight. Uh, and, you know, when you think about it, he was about to live the rest of his life in despair, uh, thinking that Jesus was still dead. You know, that's, that's what walking by sight alone, what, what, it, what would it lead Thomas to? So then Jesus, though, you know, of course, he loves Thomas too much to let that happen. And so Jesus appears again. And so if you have that handy, John, in uh, the the book of John, uh, chapter 20, verses 26 to 29, if you could read that for us.
0: Eight days later, his disciples, that's Jesus' disciples, were inside again, and Thomas was with him. Although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed.
1: Yeah. So so Thomas sees Jesus. He believes. He's able to see him, his nail-pierced hands, his spear-pierced side, but now alive, right? Risen in from the dead. And then Jesus says, blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Um, and, and you know, us included in that, those who haven't seen Jesus with our physical eyes, but yet by the power of the Holy Spirit, right? Uh, we believe. Uh, blessed are you when you walk by faith and not by sight, Jesus is basically saying. Matt, um, Matt, but, I,
0: I, Matt if I might interrupt you, I, I, I've always but, loved that passage because just what you said. It is talking about you and me because we are the people that didn't get to see any of these things. We, we can read yeah. about them. They're recorded, you know, and he says that these things are written that we might believe, but, but we didn't get to see them. Uh, so we are the ones that are blessed. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You, yes. Exactly. So, yeah, we are blessed. And, and it's like Jesus is saying that again, it walked by faith and not by sight. Blessed are you uh, when, when that happens. But I, I think the other thing for our graduates and for all of us to recognize is what our faith is in is important too, right? Um, so yes. it's not just yeah, a, a, a walking, by.
0: walking by. Exactly,
1: yeah. exactly. So it's not just, you know, a faith in ourselves, right? Because you know, gra- that's what a lot of graduation speeches are, right, John? You know, if, oh, yeah, if you have yeah. faith in yourself, if you work hard and you, you know, you have this education now and you can conquer the world. Uh, well, well, wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. Uh, walking by faith and not by sight. No, it's a faith that has its object, its focus on, of course, Jesus Christ, uh, the same one that Thomas saw with his own eyes, we see with eyes of faith. We know he's risen. He knows he's a savior. And yeah, that's the one we have faith in uh, because our, our faith can be misplaced, John. We we can misplace our faith. Uh, you know, I, I think of, uh, you know, just to use an example, um, how about like Detroit Tigers fans, John? <laughs> they they have faith in their tigers right they they, they, they have faith so i'm sure that they're going to go all the way um, it's strong faith i admire their their spirit but their faith is just maybe misplaced right you know yeah <laughs> my apologies you're actually to, talking the about
0: cubs fans cubs fans well, are who you're talking I, about I there i think but... they might
1: i think they might fall into that same category oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> great faith in their cubbies just misplaced so our that, vikings that, we don't fans
0: the, minnesota vikings fans would have the same oh problem. no yeah. you're you're a yeah.
1: brave man to be saying that in minnesota oh <laughs> well, boy
0: they yeah, they, they they know it up here they understand. <laughs> yeah. so
1: so yeah so yes so our our faith if it's placed in anything anyone other than jesus christ it's it's misplaced then that that's that's the important point you know that the savior who is is lived for us who died for us who rose for us and that by faith we believe one day is most certainly going to to return for us too. Yeah. So just one one example here too. Um, I was uh, reading a news article uh, not long after Easter, and it's about um, Ukraine, all right, you know, that ongoing oh, yeah. war in Ukraine. Yeah. And the headline read this. It says, Ukrainians celebrate Easter in the shadow of war. And mm. then uh, the, the article goes on. I mean, it recognizes that Ukraine is a country that is well, mostly Christian, Um, And it focuses on Christians, especially in the city of Lviv, you know, that's been hit really hard. Um, So, you know, in this in this city where residents now see bombed out buildings and they see sandbags that have been piled up for protection, there's roadblocks and intersections trying to stop Russian tanks. You know, when you just look around the city, what you see is pretty hopeless. Right. That's what you see with your eyes. With sight, it looks abysmal. It looks terrible. It's a war zone. Um, and if those Christians in Ukraine, if they only live by sight, well, then there would be absolutely no reason to celebrate Easter in that war zone. Um, yep, this article goes on, and it shows how the Easter celebration that City of Lviv this, this past Easter, it didn't just take place, John, it was bigger than ever. So oh, the churches yeah. were packed with people. Uh, and you know, one of the worshipers, they quote they, this guy named Vladimir says, uh, now that we're going through hard times, people are starting to come closer to God, uh, more than ever. Uh, there are more people here before than ever it's talking about in the church and that's good for us. Um, so, I mean, what an example I think of, of, walking by faith, you know, walking by faith, the Christians there in Ukraine, they see more than just what the eye sees. They see more than just death and defeat, but they see victory and life. Um, and, and come what may, they know that their Savior has made that victory, that eternal life possible. Uh, and that's something that no Russian army could ever take away, right? That precious gift of, of life everlasting. So I think that's that's kind of a neat example, I think, where well, by sight things look like all is lost. Uh, but yet with eyes of faith, especially because of Easter, we know, no, no, the victory has been won. The victory has been won in Christ.
0: And, and, you know, maybe that's our problem, Matt. Because we have so much good things to see that that we forget that, no, no, life has to be lived by faith. And and when you have struggles and trials like the Ukrainians are having now, you, you realize, well, you can't really live by sight. You can't. <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah. It it always has to be by faith. Yeah,
1: exactly. And especially during those times where, where things do look pretty bleak, right? Um, and, yeah. you know, I think of our graduates right now. Um, they're probably a little anxious, maybe, you know. Um, what does the future hold, right? You know, whether it's uh going to trade school or maybe in the workforce or the military or off to college, you know whatever the case is, um, when we're only thinking about that by sight um, and we we just see a bunch of unknowns <laughs> um, you know that that can be daunting, but I just encourage our graduates to to even walk by faith uh, following high school um or or whatever you're graduating from, maybe it is college and maybe you're you're going out in that career for the first time. Uh, walk by faith. And I think one of the best ways to walk by faith, you know, keep your eyes focused on Jesus, most definitely the object of our faith, uh, but then also uh, stay engaged in God's word, right? You'll hear his promises for you, um, those promises um, of God's presence, uh, God's love, uh, the plans that he has for you are are good ones, you know, Jeremiah 29, uh, hold fast to those promises from the Lord uh, so that uh, you're encouraged uh, in this next stage of life to to walk by faith uh, and not by sight. It is a blessed adventure, John, to walk by faith uh, in our lives, and and I encourage our graduates and all of us, all of us, to strive. To... John, any final thoughts as we uh, as we wrap up?
0: I would remind all of our listeners to, uh, as we pointed out earlier, so many graduation speeches talk about the things we need to do, uh, and faith is fundamentally trusting in what God will do for us through Jesus Christ. And I think of the examples that he gave us earlier, and it's interesting that a lot of those people started out with unbelief. Moses didn't want to lead the children of Israel uh, out of uh, Egypt. And uh, Mary said, how can this be, since I'm a virgin? Uh, And yet faith itself is a gift that God gives us. This has been
1: Wrestling Wrestling With with basics.
0: Basics.